you something, this is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. It's a quest for fun. I'm gonna have fun, and you're gonna have fun. We're all gonna have so much fun to come on, we'll need plastic surgery to remove our goddamn smiles. Hey, you got Pac-Man? No. Uh, you got Space Invaders? Nope. You got asteroids? No, but my dad does. Can't even sit on the toilet some days. So, so what do you do here, Dale? Well, I got a stack of nudie books this high. Well, how old are you, little one? Uh, she's born without a tongue, Clark. But, uh, don't you worry about her. She whistles like a bird and eats like a horse. <laughs> And I said, kids, you remember when I said, where would you like to go this summer more than any place in the world, huh? What'd you say? Why? Shut up, Russ. Audrey, remember? Uh, Wally World, Dad? Wally World, Dad. Uh, I wonder if you could tell me how to get back on the expressway. Thank you, Mama. Thank you very much. I'm going steady. That French kiss. So everybody does that. Yeah, but Daddy says I'm the best at it. Dad, you're married. Married? Oh, you mean those people I'm with? <laughs> it's my brother's family. Brother's ring. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Better get your vacations in while you can, folks. Summer's running out. I don't know, man. It's almost like... You think of it as a countdown, but is it a count up? I mean, I don't know. It is. It is. The older you get, the more you realize all the things you loved as a little kid, summer vacations, snow days, they're miserable as well, an just adult. Gets to, yeah, you get to the point where it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm you good. ready? You ready to go back to school, kids? You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm good. Well, it's the week, this upcoming week, it's the week where every radio host is off in America. Right, so if there's were... nothing to listen to except fantasy football <laughs> well, that's, so. that's exactly what it, and then you start getting geared up for football and right then, right right it takes like, okay, i right. like i'm a big big fan of the fall this is actually ah, my, my favorite, favorite time, of, time year. of the year is like the last two or three weeks of summer leading into the fall Absolutely. Yeah, everything's good it's my favorite time of the year yeah i mean my favorite time of the year if you had to define it would probably be from the fourth of july until january 2nd Oh, that is yeah, but that's that a big pretty chunk. Hefty, yeah, it's a pretty hefty chunk. But it's but like yes. all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yes, you're hundred percent right. <laughs> then it's like that that hangover on January third is the worst. It's like that's oh the my worst. Gosh. That two month I gotta chunk grind. Is the worst. Yes. The only thing that gets me through that even a minimal amount is the NFL playoffs and then the Super yes. Bowl and then it's you know. But even that goes too fast. It's almost until your fantasy playoff team is out. Yeah, then yeah, you yeah. really. It's, that it's really, really starts a miserable thing. So. That two weeks between the NFC Championship game, oh, AFC the Super Championship, Bowl and, the, and the Super Bowl. Unbearable. That There's grind. nothing going on. Oh well, that's gosh. what soccer feels like. Yeah, start watching golf. Yeah, and, we'll, and that's... We'll start to get more into that because that's when a, you know Champions League heats up a little bit there and uh, there's there's more interesting matches. So Nick and Drew are back with you for another Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Episode 72, Nick. We're, we're reaching our way towards that 75 mark and, and just... 27 weeks away <laughs> from the century, mark. the century mark. So welcome. We're going to give you some uh, trivia tidbits for the upcoming Quizzo trivia game. QuizzoTrivia.com played at bars and venues across the United States of America. 
Nick, I'm going to start you off with something that is a bizarre thing that I just read, and uh, I'll qualify this by saying it's not as fantastic as the article made it out to be initially, but when I read this, I was like, why does that make a lot of sense to me? Wait, so you're saying you saw a headline that a stopped headline you in your tracks? Stop me in my tracks. And granted, like the article was still very interesting and certainly worth a talking point, but it wasn't as, fanatical, as fantastical as... Uh, the article headline was. So I'm going to ask you this question. According to a recent article in Scientific America, what ocean-dwelling creature might have come from outer space based on complex DNA analysis? So they theorize that hmm. this is actually an alien that has come to the United States. They think In the U.S., you're in saying? The, in the world. It okay, it's come to the world. In the okay. U.S. But they, they theorize that because this animal's DNA was so complex so much more complex than anything else we've ever seen out of any creature in the world that it might have evolved extraterrestrially and landed here uh, at a point in time where it could then... Or could have been brought here or something. Something, something like along that. those lines. Now, I'll, I'll tell you... Once so you're saying it's, it's got extraterrestrial DNA compared to anything else on Earth? So the way they said, uh, the way they described it is it had like 33,000 uh, like... Uh, DNA sequences, okay. and it was like more than double what they've ever seen in another creature, which leads them to believe it evolved over a longer period than any other creature, All which right. led them to believe that, hey, okay, maybe this. Uh, well, this is this here. is interesting, and it is right up my alley. So there you go, aliens in the ocean. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> a lot of a lot of places I'm going here with this, but. Uh, I'm wondering if intelligence has anything to do with its high number of DNA sequences. To a certain and... extent, it might. And and once I give you the answer, I'll There's explain. There's so much bizarre stuff in the water. Oh. I mean, it's just... Oh I mean, the one... There, there's, I know there's I one thing that I, I look at it, because I see them all the time living around here at the shore, is the... Uh, that has just evolved beautifully, this animal, and it's been around forever. It's like a dinosaur, the... Um, the horseshoe crab. Are you familiar with this animal? I, I am. It's I a am. helmet. It is. is what it is. It is and it a, lives on the bottom of the ground. It's a walking so helmet. So it's just, like, how do you I'm get at that I'm just staying thing? in here. Yeah, it's, it's like, like Fortnite. Like, I'm just going to build something around me and hide I, it. I look at that thing, and I'm like, that is like a dinosaur, that thing. It's been around forever, but uh, clearly not that complex. Um, boy, what freak. What is this thing? I know there's this this one animal I'm leaning towards only because it's just so. I, I've heard it's intelligent. I know it can pick soccer game winners, <laughs> and it looks odd. Go so for it. I'll say the octopus. You got it right. Yes. My man. Yes. Hundred percent. Thirty three thousand different DNA sequences, according to this article. That thing's a freak. And it can change colors. Yeah. The mask it itself. Ink. It does things <laughs> that no, no other creature has evolved to be able to do. It can get through like it can get so, through very small. So this article, yeah, this holes. article theorized that it could have come in a meteor, crashed a couple million years, millions of years ago in the ocean, and evolved out of literally an yeah. Alien. Or there could have been a uh, a lake, something. a frozen lake, right? On a me you know, on something that broke apart and got came crashed into a frozen lake, flies into our uh... sure. If you drop a seed from a plant somewhere randomly, it grows a tree. Well, once <laughs> so... something freezes, I mean, I, I read something a month or two ago. They had these worms, or something. they were frozen for a thousand years, and, and they, they were able to bring them back to life. Yeah, well, there you go. That's what so, cryogenics is all right, about. Right, once something freezes, right. if it's as long as it's not, you know, I, I doubt the human, brain, uh, Walt Disney. Yeah, or whatever, they bring Ted Walt Williams. Disney back, they're going to be like, <laughs> hey, Donald Trump is president, you're going to like him. <laughs> 
he's right up. He's right you up your alley. You guys have a lot in common. You guys should have a conversation. All right. So Nick, Nick nails the first one. The octopus. Uh, and honestly, is there anything more alien looking in the world uh, to you than that yeah, thing? Yeah. So yeah, that, that was it. the thing that jumped out at me. Go go read the article. It's fascinating. What do you got for me? Yeah, I think we actually make our aliens and move. Like, what was that last? Yeah. Alien movie with Amy Adams. I forget what it was, but those things look like I mean, pretty much look, I mean, like giant octopuses, sure. and then they would hold out their hands and yeah, yeah, yeah. communicate, whatever. So there, I forget what that movie. Was I don't know, with. but I'm I'm on I'm on board with that theory. I'm just gonna run with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you see? All right, at two o'clock today. Oh boy! So get your smartphones out, everybody. I was gonna say it's not even two o'clock today. Yeah, so, okay. two o'clock today. As we record here on August twenty third. Eastern Standard Time. Good what company is introducing an annual pasta pass for three hundred dollars? Got to be Olive Garden. Olive Garden. So three hundred bucks, I could eat pasta for the rest of the year. All year. Anytime I go in. Breadsticks, sal. It's you know that never-ending pasta bowl yep. deal that they have for ten ninety-nine. Yep. It's that for the whole year. For the whole year. So let me do the math here. So if I ate this every single day, and that's where I went. 365. 365. <laughs> Times 11. All right, so it's a $10 a meal investment probably. Like if you went to Olive Garden and ordered that, what are you probably doing? With it? Yeah. Alongside of it? Yeah. I'm drinking water, man. No, no, no. It's no I'm never saying, any I'm saying what, do you, what does it cost? I'm paying what does it $10.99. Right, so $10.99. Yeah, it's okay. $10.99. So it's, a, it's over a $3,600 value you can get for 10%. Yeah, but, but you're talking about eating an Olive Garden every day. You'd be dead in I, 250 I, days, so really you only saved 2500 <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can make... Salad, you think you could eat... Salad every single day with a bowl of pasta? Yeah, I think I could. I sure <laughs> could. <laughs> every single day. I wouldn't, but I could. Are you going to call? I'm just saying, like, let's say I mean, you're, I'm just, let's just say, say you're going to call. Are you going to try to get it now that you know about it? No, because no? I've, I've basically given up carbs. So that's that's like that's like begging me to go get fat again. So I didn't know about this, but for the last four years, they've offered something for a hundred dollars, which is an eight-week pass. Okay, yeah, that's more reasonable. I think if you're going to pick a time a year to do it, you know, the the thing for me though is I like the Olive Garden. I love their salad. You know, if you did like one fifty. For salad and breadsticks unlimited for the rest of the year, that I might. How are those breadsticks? I, mean, I haven't been in Olive Garden a decade, so it, I, I don't know. It, it's hit or miss, you know what I mean? You oh, sometimes they're nice, and golden brown, and then and sometimes, sometimes they're, they're just stale. Wet. And, are they ever wet? Just, you know, it's not wet. They're <laughs> okay. not wet, but they are sometimes stale. Because with the wet, it means that they didn't like defrost them thoroughly. <laughs> yes. they're frozen, and then you get yes. that wet yes. tasting bread. There's, there's definitely it's that. Disgusting. There's definitely. That. I'm over that. That the only thing I really like at the Olive Garden is the salad dressing and the salad. I'm very, I'm a very, very big fan. I like their never-ending pasta bowl, but I stopped eating pasta, so that's a problem for What's me. What's your record for the never-ending oh, pasta? Did you ever it. go three pasta bowls? <laughs> I, oh, uh, Syracuse University. Yeah, sure. Remember There's, my old roommate Zach? Well, it's just funny we're laughing, but like twenty years ago when we were at Syracuse, we we're broke. Or well, not only were we broke, but like if it was somebody's birthday, or if you wanted to do something like beyond the dining hall, or just right. you know, Olive stealing Garden food was like from the fraternity house, yeah, yeah, it was a special yeah, yeah. occasion. So and you would my go to roommate the Olive and I, Zach, went there three o'clock in the afternoon. Or you'd go to Dinosaur Bar. If, if it was a guy's birthday, you go to Dinosaur, dinosaur Barbecue. barbecue. Yeah. If it's a girl's birthday, you go to Olive, Olive Garden. Garden. Yeah. So my roommate and I, Zach, went at three o'clock in the afternoon. We left at eight thirty at night. Oh okay. no way! I ate seven. Different bowls of pasta. Yeah, all right. That's when you were what eighteen. That's nineteen. Which you weigh hundred and 
27 45 pounds, pounds right <laughs> yeah. soaking wet so you could just just the carbs just, just oh, eat, and i was eat, like eat, heaven eat. it was like heaven i mean just one after. see the thing though they get you is you order the first one and then every dish after that is a smaller plate Okay. Right, so it's not like a well, that's full... like the remember the rib place, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that we had Damon's. Is that what sure. you could get all you could eat ribs? So the right. first one they just they give you the Iraq, slab, and, and then, then it's, it's like, like a quarter slab each, every each time. Yeah, yeah. So and eventually, you know what it is? Is they give you a lot of guilt as they come back. Well, I think what they do is you they give you some no time shame. in between because you do feel like if you keep yes. eating, like you know, if you've ever like eaten pancakes. Yes. And you get done, or you eat half, and then you stop, and then you go back at it. It's, yep. It expands in your stomach. Well, I'll tell you, you what, up. if I'm the right guy in the right situation with the right schedule and the right budget, I'm all over that. Because if there's like an Olive Garden really close, and it's like a, my lunch place. Well, you for nailed work, it. If you're a college student, holy hell, three hundred bucks. I, my par- never if, ending if I was pasta. The par- if I was the parent of a college student, I'd be like, guess what? That food program you got, it's now at the Olive Garden. So you're not going to the dining hall for three grand a semester anymore. You're going to the Olive Garden for the rest of the year. All right, so there's 1,000 of these passes available. Oh, my God. That's How it. fast do you think it's going to sell out? Instantly. Instantly. Yeah. It'll You'll be never like be able one to get second. one. I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's, oh, it, so it's I, limited so what, to 1,000. So where do you... The, the per restaurant? The 8,000 one is limited to 25,000. The $100 pass... For eight weeks of never-ending pasta, it was twenty-five thousand. But I'm saying, like, where, like, where do you have to go to get it? At oh, Olive it's, it, no, you go to Olive Garden's website at two o'clock, and there will be a thing. Like, right at two, something will appear, and it'll say "Buy now," and then you click so it. So it's like to the, buy. The, it's like the Ticketmaster scam. Like I'm going to be waiting. Yeah, I'm going to uh, be waiting for right. in, in, in Broadway. You'll never get it anyway. So I'm just going to be sitting here hitting refresh. I'm considering just just trying it just to see what the if uh, you can get it. Is it worth it? It's not for me because I don't. Transferable. Go... No, and if you screw up, you lose your shot, and then somebody else can grab it. So they actually said if you go on and you click wait, because there's going to be people who their card is declined or that you know screw up. So they they, they say hold on to the dream. And the other thing that the, 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 the dream thing, of gaining a hundred pounds. The other thing that's tough too is raising what, your cholesterol. What if you it? get like so? Just because I get it. Doesn't mean my wife gets it. Oh, of course. So now not. I'm paying for her. Sure. You know, so that that yeah, you have up. to have two people get it, and it's got like I said, it's got to be exactly. The so there right was a situation. woman they interviewed. This woman who last year had two phones, same time, got them both for her and her husband, and that was the eight week one. And I believe they ate there sixty four times in eight weeks. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be that dedicated to wait for it, you're certainly gonna take advantage of it. You know, I've had plenty of afternoons where I was hungry looking for a meal, where if I had that in my back pocket, I'd be all over. It is, it is probably, I guess, somewhat comforting to know in your back pocket. Hey, listen, I can eat. Whenever I want, I can go eat. Yeah. So, you know, and that's not the worst meal in the world, too, because it's not just one thing. You got me kind of intrigued. <laughs> yeah, I, I, gotta, I figured you might I'm get actually, a shot at this. I'm actually kind of sitting here thinking, maybe I can rethink this. Like, how, if I eat pasta just twice a week, right, so it's a hundred times oh yeah 100 104 times bullshit you're going more than twice a week with free yeah but i never i, have, I don't have time to go anywhere tw- more than twice a you week. don't think you'd hit that three times a week no but uh i, I definitely think twice a week is reasonable so remember the price is times. free too so you're now you're up against if you're going to go somewhere else and pay money versus going here for free, free. i feel like and it's probably if you do get one it's most likely a once in a lifetime opportunity You'll probably never go to Olive Garden again after that year. 
So I don't know if it's the best promotion for that them. That goes without saying. <laughs> but, but There is no question <laughs> that that is a one-time, <laughs> like, once you're done with that, it's over in terms of. I'm trying to think if there's any restaurant I could go. I guess I could go to Outback every day. They have enough of a variety. Right, but not for the same meal. No. That's... But no, but olive oil, it's not the same meal. But okay, it's, it's pasta it's, each time, right? Yeah, you can't with just, like six sauces. You can't get like chicken or, or their other. You can, but they'll add it on. So if you probably have that pass, they'll probably give you a bill for like three ninety nine to add protein to. Oh, uh, that ain't bad. Yeah. I'd right. be happy to do that. Right. That's something that's that's reasonable. Oh, the other caveat? Right. You got to eat it there. Oh, yeah. Well, that goes without saying because then you'd be like, hey, can I have seven orders of <laughs> pasta to go, please? <laughs> You gonna eat these all yourself, sir? Yeah, I'm not feeding a huge family. Don't worry about that. Um, all right, that's that's interesting. So uh, by the time people hear this, they're already it's already gonna be sold out. So <laughs> yeah, but uh, are we gonna go on it too and give it a shot? <laughs> well, we to, we're, we're, we're counting down here. I'm kind of thinking that this is a this is an interesting promotion. <laughs> this is an interesting promotion. Uh, I mean, there's only a thousand of them, so you could easily. Oh, you're right. Is it transferable? Or do I have to show well, up? Well, that's what I'm with saying. My driver's it, license, yeah, because yeah. you could probably sell card. this puppy for twelve hundred, easy. Right, but that's what my point is. If it's not transferable, then you got to sh- be the person that buys it. Like, even if I got it, that stinks. Because if you, if we got it together, that might be worth it. Because right, because then we could go to lunch every week or something like that. And for right. three hundred bucks, it's a great. That's right. a great the question. Value. Is can you look like me on a driver's license and vice versa? That's the the real question. Because I, I bet they don't look that much. Can I get a fake ID? Well, I have, I, I have a, uh, yeah, I think they don't, people don't look at you. Once you're our age, nobody's looking at the driver's no, license. You hold it Only up, when you're it. 20 do they look at your driver's license. All right, well, we'll see. There's nothing up right now. So it's not, it's, it's not, not on like, there right nah, now? It's not like, is wait. there a big thing saying? No, no, okay. none of that. So we'll, we'll see what happens at exactly two o'clock, but we'll be waiting. I guess, what, should I have my card ready to? <laughs> I guess the so. The fact that I'm considering this is absurd just by itself. <laughs> You know, but I still haven't gotten the well, flamethrower I ordered from Tesla. So what's the minimum you've got to get? What's that? What's the minimum that you got to go in order to make that thing not a waste of money? Over the course of a year? you got to go every other times. week. I'd say 100 times. Fifty oh, times, you know, fifty oh, times. Oh but yeah, 50, no, 50 times, times is a big win. You're you're at five hundred and fifty dollars worth. I, I'm saying if you don't go every other week, you lost money on it. Oh well, that's for sure. Yeah, you got to go at least once every two weeks, or else you're just paying retail. There's there's no question about that. But I'm just saying, like, uh, even fifty times is not much of a. They way. should. I'm telling you, this is fat. They should do a documentary and follow these thousand people around and see what happens to them over yeah, the course like the, of like get doctors interviews. What was the Morgan Spurlock? Yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. it's supersized me, but that was a month. You're right. talking about unlimited pasta, breadsticks, and salad for a year. I, at I know Olive there's Garden. people that woke up today that said today's the day. All right, over under. Today's the day my life changes forever. I will be eating at Olive Garden for the rest of this year. Over like under seven and a half people dead from the one thousand that get this. Oh, no. You're not going to be able to <laughs> no, get no, direct no, correlation no, that no. way. No, that's, that's a little rough. <laughs> people are dropping dead because they're eating Olive Garden twice a day for a year. All right, let's uh, let's go on to the next question here. I got one for you that I found reasonably interesting. What was removed from the old design of the Animal Crackers box upon its new release? The Animal Crackers box got a fully new design. We, I know we've asked trivia about the Animal Crackers before, most notably what that string was used for. I, uh, I got to give PETA credit. Right? Because they get their mind on something, and, and boy, like, they don't let up. No. 
<laughs> they were able, after, I don't know, how long of animal crack? 100 years? 100 years, something like that, yeah. They removed the cage. You had that, too? From the box of animal crackers. Absolutely. Yes. So now the animals are roaming free, free on the cover. Free animals to be eaten by you in the form of cookies. What a waste of time and resource. I, I, are well, you kidding me? I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's like, what are you going to do, people? Are we, are, are we allowed to have zoos now, folks? Uh, is, I don't know. Is anybody walking by the box of animal crackers and going, oh, look, the the, the lions are free. The, I mean, this is ridiculous. Well, it's a, it's my point is, where does it cookie. stop? Is PETA going to start coming after zoos? Or are, are they already doing that? I well, know. like, have they have they have like a mandate? Right, the whole no zoo debate is a whole other. Different this debate. is a whole different debate because. I don't know where where are we at with zoos. I mean, it it, it is. It, I mean, I love it. I love well, I taking my kids. Ca- I know if there. you're in Cape May, you don't want to bring a service dog. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, know yeah. if you read that little. Uh, oh yeah. Gem of an article, but uh, yeah, they threw that guy right a, out on a the veteran set. with you know post traumatic stress syndrome having girl. a service dog, and he gets booted by the zoo and by the the police. Where we are with the whole service dog thing is another issue because like I'm walking to Trader Joe's the other day. There's this girl, attractive girl. 25 years old, walking fine, dog. Yeah, but they could they get them for different reasons. Uh, depression, all kinds of stuff. So. Do you know you could get one of those service dog shirts online for 50 bucks? Of course. So why don't I throw Rosie sure. in one of those service dog things and I could take her everywhere? Th- there's probably no worse human being than that would say, that's not a real service dog, and then you produce the papers, and it's like, right. okay, great, I have a well, license. That's a, nobody's so nobody's, do nobody's that. calling you out on it, that's except right. for the Kate May Zoo. Except for, for some the Kate reason, Kate May Zoo. Right. So that, With some that's going to cost the taxpayers who, of New Jersey hundreds of thousands of dollars because they had to... Deal, they had to, and it's a sin too because I love that that zoo is free. Oh, it's it's the best. they maintain it beautifully. It is one of the best things to do with your kid on a day where you're like, ah, oh, it's not great weather for the beach. You drive do down it. to Cape May, it's great. go to the zoo, park, the whole nine yards. Yeah, great park. So I'm sad to see that that happened uh, to them. But. Yep, but it did. All right, uh, throw one more my way, and if you want, we could move on to sports. Yeah, yeah, I got something. You've been following the Miss America debacle. <laughs> so apparently, nineteen Miss Americas are considering withdraw or, withdrawing their crown, right? Right. Unless right. Gretchen Carlson leaves, <laughs> yeah. it's, time for, it's time for it's time for Gretchen Carlson. She's only leave. been there for like five seconds for starters. Yeah. Second of all, like the the reigning, Miss, the, whole thing. the reigning Miss America called her out, yeah, and was which like, is great. You're horrible. Yeah, it's it's time for her to go. So I just had this little one for you here. Uh, Miss America debuted in Atlantic City, New Jersey. In what decade? I'm going to go with the, let's see. <clears throat> God, I think we've been over 100 years already. Now we're getting close to it. I'm going to go with the 1920s. You got it. I, and you're, you're all, it's 1921, so we're coming up on 100 years. In I, I figured it years. was probably right in that roaring 20s. 20s. Yep. You know, world where I that actually would thought twenty one was a little early. Like if I had to guess the year, I would have gone later in the twenty. I would have gone yeah, twenty seven. I, I or didn't know it. It was a but... shot in the dark. But I also figured I don't remember hearing the hundred anniversary coming. And you thought I thought that would be a big deal. I think it will be a big deal. I think that's why they're Miss keeping America. it around just to see if that <laughs> does anything. Well, just just it's hard. I, mean, I think it went Atlantic to Vegas City for a while. I think Atlantic City loves having it. I do too. But you know what? It costs the city to run that man four million dollars a year for a three day thing. So it's a total waste of money. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. The CRDA spends $4 million. Ooh, what year. are the TV rights on that? 
I have no idea. Is it even broadcast anymore by it a major to, network? I know it used to be. to be, but is it now like on the what, USA what U, UPN or something? <laughs> what, what, I don't even know what. What's the do. worst network you can name, Nick? Go <laughs> UPN. UPN. <laughs> I like that. All right. Well, there you go. A little Miss America trivia right from the heart of Atlantic City. Let's move on <clears throat> to the sports round. I have a gem for you. Have you seen Hard Knocks yet? Yeah, we talked about this last week. I do not watch Hard Knocks Until because it's... I hear so much about it through other means of entertainment okay, that I feel good. no need to watch it, but oh, I kind of know awesome. what's going on. It's the best. Uh, this year's one of the best I've ever seen. It's I, I have so, completely I'm given up so on watching. Like I don't watch SportsCenter anymore. I don't watch any TV sport. I just listen to it through podcasts okay, I only ask this because this question was asked in an episode of Hard Knocks. Okay. So and, I haven't seen it. No. And I didn't get it right, and neither did the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. Well, so. that doesn't surprise me because yeah. he hasn't gotten it right yet. Well, he's new. So this is ah, uh, this yeah. is his All first right. year. The guy the who hires that guy hasn't gotten it right That's yet. So owner. I'm going to assume that this guy is not getting it right either. Well, Dorsey, John Dorsey was the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs for a long time. He's a legitimate GM. He was under Andy Reid for the last decade. How does how do they even get anybody to go to Cle- How did Todd Haley leave the Steelers to go to the Browns? That just go, go watch the, the show. You'll find out quickly. He's one of the most unlikable human oh, yeah. beings I've ever. Well, Ben never got along with him. Oh no, they it's, always had uh, a little. It's thing it, going. <laughs> there's a lot of people that don't get along with Todd Haley, but it's funny because he and Greg uh, Robinson, the defensive coordinator, are like two of the most foul-mouthed human beings I've ever seen in my entire life. You don't recognize that until you get into that mix, but they're they're like mother effers. Every other word is a mother effer. Like it is. And then they got this uh, this guy Wiley, the offensive line coach. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like four hundred pounds. He's huge. When he goes, Hut, they had a, a sink of his stomach. Coming oh yeah, up every time I he saw said, somebody Hut. tweeted that. Yeah, yeah. It's the greatest. He drives a white Maserati. Watch. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was the white Maserati. What is he? The O line coach. Yeah, the O line coach. And he drives a Maserati. A white Maserati. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> Fascinating. He get he gets it goes to give the guy. Uh, he goes, no, don't pull any uh, Ferris Bueller stuff over here. And he's got a huge New England accent. And I would just, I, I don't know, like the the guy's old school. Let's just put it that way. He's very, very, very old school. Well, was, I don't know if this was from um, Hard Knocks, but somebody played a clip of Tom Brady talking about how. He's in better shape now than he was 10 years ago because of his fitness and yoga yep, and, yep, yep. and all the new type of ways to keep yourself yeah, healthy. Guy. It was the offensive line coach. Go World War II. They <laughs> in World War II. We had they jumping did, jacks and push-ups. Jacks, you you think anybody was running about the beaches of like, Normandy worried about their stretches? So Tom Brady's on the cutting edge of health, and the Browns are going back to World War II <laughs> for physical fitness. But in, in their defense, he wasn't. He wasn't saying we're not going to stretch. He was just saying you don't need all this stretching, you babies. It's just funny. Yeah, oh, it's, it is very funny. So the interns gathered into the office of the general manager and threw trivia at him. Okay. And right. one of them, he said, like, what do you got for me? Are you going to come firing today? Because this is, I guess, the game Dorsey likes to play. You go research these things, and then you you know come back with me with this and okay. the other, which I really liked. So this was the question asked by an intern to the coach, uh, to the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. What NFL wide receiver has the most touchdowns from 2012 to 2017? So since 2012 until last year, what wide receiver has the most touchdowns in the NFL? And you got it wrong? I got it wrong. Uh, I just find this hard to believe. Uh, But I only got it wrong because I wasn't in the right mindset because it was being asked. uh, Because why do I feel like this isn't even close? 
But let, let me just think for one second before I get this wrong, because this to me it just seems like it's so obvious. Wait, so from 2012 to 2017 to 2017, so last up until last year. Mm-hmm. So for six seasons, six seasons, what receiver has the most has touchdowns? the most touchdowns? That's correct. Antonio Brown. That is incorrect. Which was his guess. Yeah, I mean, to, to me it just seems like how could it not be? He's been the number one or number two fantasy receiver. But this for is what five this is what seasons. made me think Dorsey really doesn't know right, anything. Let me, let, 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 because here's what his second guess was: Jarvis Landry. Uh, and and no, you no, and I. Both he only know. had one year that he scored any touchdowns. Pretty much That's was right. last year. Yep. All right. So if it's not Antonio Brown, let's go to work here and try to figure <laughs> out. But you don't lack work. It's funny because you know Jimmy Graham is catching a lot of times. He's not not a receiver, but I don't think he's got it. He just seems like he gets like you know forty five catches a season for ten touchdowns. Uh, it it just it can't be Julio Jones because the guy. I feel like he's in the same. He's like four touchdowns a season. It doesn't get in the end zone. It is not. And I'll, here's what I'll give you. Okay, I'm going to give you this hint. So like twenty twelve. 12 touchdowns. 2013, 13 touchdowns. 2014, 16 touchdowns. 2015, injured year, three touchdowns. 2016, eight touchdowns. 2017, six touchdowns. Larry Fitzgerald? Nope. Des Bryant. Bryant. Okay. So the reason why they were saying it is because he was coming coming into camp. I should have thought about that. So he said to Dorsey, guess who leads the NFL in touchdown receptions from then to now? And Dorsey's all over the place. You know St. Jarvis landed at this, that, or the other. I, I, and he goes, well, he's a free agent, and he's visiting this afternoon. And he goes, really? So, like, Dorsey, and they still didn't sign him, which is No, I, I, I realized they didn't sign him, but, man, damn, I'm glad I, I'm glad I got that wrong. It seems like it's you know been why? so last, long since he's been good. the last three years have been rough, but that's why he's... But he still he had six touchdowns last year. He had six and then eight the year before, which were, you know, uh, the year I before they were I thought they were down years, good. yeah. Right. Yeah, I didn't realize he was... Yep, so there you go. He's got... Uh, wow, how is he? He's still, he probably just wants too much money. The Browns really don't need him, though. Well, not... They've, they've got, got to see Gordon, what Josh Gordon they've is They've got Landry, back. and they've yep. got that other kid they that got everybody Higgins, likes. they got Antonio Callaway, Callaway, the rookie that everybody likes. Yeah, but Dez would fill out that core quite well. Dez is a pain in the ass, and when you're oh, dealing with a young quarterback, I, he's the I, last I, thing oh, I would I, want. I, I, got, I definitely got a weird send. Like, it, it was like you're asking to put, you know... Uh, Tinder or f- we've seen how these, a, we've seen how these things go. Like when you take right. Randy Moss and you put him in New England with Belichick and an established quarterback, you can get a season or two out of him before the nonsense story. starts. But when you take a TO and you're just bouncing him around, I'll to... say this: the the mass difference with that team, and I don't want to harp too much on the Cleveland Browns. That was Tyrod Taylor. He is the balancing force because that is something they haven't had at the leadership position. He's quietly. The leader, everyone respects him. Well, you know who I love. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's very accurate. So I think they're going to be a much, much, much better team just based on that. Now, what's much better team? My prediction for the Browns is seven and nine this year. Yeah, I would take under that, and I would take it hard and heavy. But anyway, that's besides the point. You know who I love is who? Nick Chubb. Oh yeah, in fantasy. Yeah, with a late pick. Well, because Carlos Hyde never stays healthy, <laughs> and uh, especially in a best ball league, you're all over that. And they're not going to pay. Car- they just took a, this guy with a second round pick. So you're not going to sign Carlos Hyde next year for anyway, any kind of money. Right, you're and, giving Chubb a year to get ready. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so that's interesting. Beast. What do you got for me? And Tyrod Taylor is the type of quarterback that you need a 
running back to no go need, through. Look at the work that McCoy's had the last game. couple of years. Oh, yeah. So look, look, look for Chubb in fantasy. I just don't like their O-line. That's the thing that's really I, keeping me away funny, from they, that team. Their O-line was the only thing good for a decade. And now, and now they're now bad. They, now they stink and everything else is the reasonable. team is supposed to be reasonable. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Browns wins this season. Four. Okay. I mean, it's, that's that's a better guess. So if you give me over-under on four, Just look at their division. They, they beat Pittsburgh this year. Probably not. They They're never do even if they're Baltimore good. Baltimore this year? Probably not. They never do if they're even if they're and good. And they split with Cincinnati today? They could beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati stinks. You know what a joke they are? I can't tell. You know what a joke they are? They are such a freaking joke. They are so bad that they had a guy who has started five straight years from them at safety at virtually an all-pro level, and they cut him for salary cap purposes. Nick, they're $28 million under the cap. So oh, this is a team, is a joke. and guess who signed them immediately? The Minnesota Vikings. Oh, God. So it's like you get you get rid of your probably your best player in the secondary, George Iloka, started all five years for you. Since how does Minnesota him. have money to spend on defense? They gave him the, the league minimum. Don't. Gave him the league minimum. Oh, so it's weird. But he was supposed to make four and a half mil for uh, Cincinnati, and they were like, oh, "We're not paying him four and a half mil." And that's 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 a we don't care about winning move. Yeah, I can't. I, like, I, I just—they're the, the ultimate question mark for me in this whole thing. They're the I, worst I, franchise to be a fan of because they don't even have the ambition to win. They—I mean, literally—you keep the same coach who's never won a playoff game and he's been there since two thousand three. Yeah, I, I mean, it's—it's it's an absolute joke. I would hate being a Cleveland Brown fan. Sorry, JD. You mean uh, or, I mean a Cincinnati Bengals fan? I hate being a Cleveland. I would actually like being a Cleveland Brown fan more than I would like a Bengals fan. No well, problem. I think the thing with the Browns now is after what you've been through. It's Can't us against worse. the world. Sure. Every day's house money. At least you have a history. You know, there's, like there's, the Bengals history. Boomer aside. There's refrigerators the locked on the streets of our town. <laughs> so when we win a game. We can all get drunk. <laughs> it's, just, it's becoming comical. All right. What do you got? All right. This is one of those things where, you know, the movie is so bad, you, you block it out that this even <laughs> happened. But anyway, Morgan Freeman won a Best Supporting Actor Oscar for his role in which sports movie? Invictus? Nope. Ah. That's, that's what I was saying. Like, I forgot this even happened. Well, my favorite is in Invictus when Nelson Mandela died. A, a, Russian, a Russian newspaper put Morgan Freeman's picture from Invictus on the, on the and cover. And send his sympathies. That's the best. That's just the best. Um, <laughs> that, is the, that is the best. I figured that was the only I mean, thing. really, when you close your eyes and you picture Nelson Mandela. It's from Morgan Freeman. Picture Morgan Freeman. Sure. <laughs> that's, that's what happens now. That, that. Um, but uh, he won an Academy Award, Morgan Freeman. For and, a sports movie? And with that career, his Academy Award came for a sports movie, and I completely blocked this out. I saw the movie in the theater. And it was horrible. Hated it. Oof. Oh, hated it. I don't know, it. man. I don't know. You got me. Million Dollar Baby. Oh, yeah. I never saw it. Oh, good for you. Uh, every, you know why I didn't see it? I told you, you how told horrible me, You told me not to see it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't like depressing movies anyway. Yeah. Anyone so, like, like this. So, like, people are like, this isn't an upper. If you're looking for an I upper. I walked out of there like I had been robbed of. <laughs> 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 but, man, that was a bad movie. Yeah, yeah I'm not. But anyway, not. yeah, Morgan Freeman won an Oscar for that. I totally forgot he was in it. Bad movie that won tons of awards. So it's yeah, like won it's Best worst, Picture. Right, the worst. Uh, best Director. That's the first boxing movie since what? Raging best Bull actress that was won nominated? four Oscars. First boxing movie since Raging Bull nominated? I thought. 
Because didn't Rocky yeah, come before sense. Raging Bull? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rocky was 76. Right, Raging Bull 79 or 78. 80. That was 80? Okay. Yeah, Raging Bull's 80. There you go. There you go. All right, that's a good one. Um, I got two interesting ones, both football. Which one do you want first? Football. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping you were going for that. In 1981, who became the first wildcard team to win a Super Bowl? The Oakland Raiders. Boom! Against All over that. The Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> they bought us. Dick Vermeil. They bought us another uh, 30, you know, 30, 30 years. 30 years before, before, Phil, before Philly, Philly. Fully tolerate. And Philly has gone totally Philly now. They won the Super Bowl. Now they think they invented the game here. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> this is the, the, the Eagles franchise is suddenly one of the most storied in I, sports history. And, and I am the... I am. There's no teams I dislike. Well, the teams I dislike the most: Dallas Cowboys, yeah, New England Patriots, New York Yankees. Oh, I'm talking just football. Oh, just football. Uh, yeah, baseball Yankees number one. But in, in football, Cowboys one, Patriots two, Giants three. I'll give you my top. Three. I think I'm, I think I'm rooting for the Cowboys and the Giants this year. I gotta be honest. My top three are the Dolphins, the Dolphins, and the Patriots. Okay. So that's... it's amazing that what the Patriots have done to you. I mean, what they've done to you, and you still dislike the, the Dolphins I, I, more. I hate the Dolphins. And, and, and but what the Patriots have done to you. You know why I hate the Dolphins more? Because their fans act like they've done that to us. So you give the credit? I give the credit where credit is due. They're the best franchise ever, okay, in sports history is the Belichick-Brady Patriots. It sickens me to admit that, but there's no sport that's harder to dominate in than right. pro football, and there's no team that's been consistently destroying opponents on a week-to-week basis. Now, do they win every year in the Super Bowl? No. Could you fault them for some of the Super Bowls? No, Bowl but was time? their team even last year a, a team that should have even been there? I mean, they, they should have had no ridiculous. business being. The Steelers should have gone to this. If it wasn't for Jesse James, sure. fumble at the goal That's line, right. the Steelers get home field advantage. They don't play that Jacksonville game, That's and right. they go to the Super Bowl. That's right. So I'd, I, I, last, hate, last year. I hate the Dolphins so much because their fans have nothing except that 1970s before I was even born season, and yet they still act like they have some sort of Superior franchise, and you wear teal. You're the the like the literally the most. Yeah, what are you trying to be the feminine... Atlantic City Surf? Yeah, you're, you're the most feminine. I team don't ever. get it. There's I, nothing I don't get hard the about your team at all. I, I grew up with two Dolphins fans in my family, and uh, they, they you know they had Marino, but they never won anything with Marino. And, and I that's what I grew I up just, there. I don't hear any chirping. I told Don Dolphins. Shula himself when I met him at his hotel that I was a Jet fan and that I didn't like him. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like him, but I said I really don't like the Dolphins. You gotta love Marino's Nutrisystem commercials. Oh, I don't like him either, and I also don't like that we didn't draft him. That bothers me sure, just as much. Sure, Ken that's o- true. Ken but, O'Brien. But I don't think any team has done another team as bad as what the Patriots have done, have done to, to the, the Jets. Jets. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing because they took your coach, but who you went on what? to become the greatest right, head coach. Right, but here's the in thing: the history we did it football. to them first. That's why it's hard for me. Because like, yeah, but you didn't get to the mountaintop with. I, I get it, but and... we still stole their whole thing first. So it was like we were trying to copy them, and then they were like, "You know what? We're gonna get you back." And yeah, we're but get it's you almost like harder. it's almost like going after the same girl, and you took her out on a date, and then they married her. You know no, what I mean? There's it's no... not because we went. We were together for a couple of years, and we had probably the most successful three year stretch in our history, coming off being the Cleveland Browns. People forget the Jets in the early '90s were the Cleveland Browns. We won one game for like three seasons. Yeah, you know, and um, pars- but you know, we, Dude, we stole five Parsons. Super Bowls. Are we seriously listen talking about I only the hate, difference between I, I, what they did to you versus 
I, and they've done it to you in your own division. Kept I you, only hate two teams. How many coaches have you had since Belichick is alive? I mean, holy moly! Is this uh, could be at number ten almost? For, so Al Groh, Eric Mangini, uh, Rex. We Ryan. should start naming where they coach now. <laughs> all these, all these guys. Because isn't Herm at Arizona State? Herm Edwards. Al Groh was at Virginia forever. Virginia, but he's yeah. gone now. So Groh, Edwards. Mangini. What's Mangini Rex doing? He, he's a is he an analyst, political pundit, something yeah. like that. Which yeah. is really weird because he's still probably like early forties. Mangenius. Yeah, that, that's always a good idea. Let's label somebody. <laughs> Mangenius. Yeah, after whatever. All right. Uh, last one. Uh, now I got one football question for you. This will be a number ten in a round. Give me the top two scorers in NFL history by points. Top two scorers in NFL history by in points. NFL history by points. Clearly, you know what position. It's kickers. You got it. They're both kickers. Well. We are kickers. We kick ball. Did you ever see that Saturday Night Live uh, music video? Walter Payton introduces. He's like, uh, you know, because remember the Chicago Bears did the Super Bowl shuffle? Yeah, I do remember that. So he was uh, the host of Saturday Night Live. And he's like, uh, we're introducing our new follow-up video from the collection of NFL kickers. It's called We Are Kickers. <laughs> it was the funniest. Uh, How do I not remember that? Uh, it, you know, I remember several years ago I tried to find it online and I couldn't because Saturday Night Live like hid their archives so well. It's so hard to find, but maybe. Uh... So this kicker question is something that I've kind of been familiar with before, and I, I just. Wondering how much it's changed and if it's still the same guys. And ever since um, Peyton Manning Manning called Vanderjack that idiot kicker, I've just stopped paying attention to this position. We're out here busting our ass (laughs) and our idiot kickers screwing things up. (laughs) That's great. That's your teammate. It's like any other sport. Any other position than in football, the kicker, if the guy called his teammate an idiot. You know, can you imagine our idiot shortstop is screwing things up? Is Gary Anderson one of them? He is not. Uh, but you did get the correct last Mor- name. Morton Anderson? <laughs> is absolutely right. I was going to go Gary Anderson, Morton Anderson. So is it now, uh, is Vinatieri on there now? Did he get there? He's number two. Okay. He is going to pass. If he hits Did he 20- pass Gary Anderson? Yes. That's what I was If he gets 20 field goals this year, uh, he surpasses we'll pass Morton. Morton. All right. That's the precipice for the. I wasn't sure. I don't remember seeing him getting to number two, which I guess wouldn't make headlines anyway. So that's how I got snuck out of that one. I think at one time I remember them both having the same last name. So yes. Morton and yes. Gary were one and two. And then. All right, I got one for you, football. Okay. Name, this is going to be a three for ten, all five for 20 in an upcoming quiz. Name the five players that have won multiple Super Bowl MVP awards. The five players that have won multiple Super Bowl MVP awards. Yes, three for ten, all five for 20. Mm -hmm. All right, well, Tom Brady. Yeah, I think he won one or two. Yeah, I hate him. Well, at least we got our Tom Brady mention (laughs) out for the week. So... Um, <laughs> go with Bart Starr. Yes, one and two. Yep. <sighs> so I got three left. 
So I got my yeah. 10? No, you need one more for your 10, and okay. then you need three more for 20. I'm going to go with Troy Aikman. Sorry, sir. You are incorrect. Was it one of those three? Irving or Emmett? I want to blow three guesses on three Cowboys, but did any of those? No. All right. <clears throat> no, they must have split it up. I'm going to I'm going to I'll look up those those years for you. John Elway? No. Terrell Davis got one of them cuz he Yeah, oh yeah, he definitely yeah. got one of them. All right, so now I've blown two guesses. So I got two, I've lost two. So I need one you more. You got for one, 10 you got to get one more to get your 10 points. Super Bowl. MVP. Yeah, so it went those years it went Aikman, Emmett, and then you might not remember this, but Larry Brown, the corner who had two interceptions, got the uh, MVP. Larry Brown. Larry Boom. Brown. Larry Brown. Crank. crank in my in face. my face. <laughs> There's a crank in my face. Larry Brown. <laughs> and then. Uh, Yes, Terrell Davis got it against the Packers. Right, I know Elway won one. And then Elway won his last, last game. One. Right, right, right. So, all right. Um, Packers aren't the answer. I would say Terrell Davis's game against the Packers of 30 carries, 157 yards, and three touchdowns would would probably get you the hard Fair enough. Yeah, it's, uh... 30 for 157. All right, Where so was the now, run day? I'm going to focus my attention on a stealer. I'm going to go with Terry Bradshaw. You got it. All right. At the wire. Well, came I threw with Bradshaw. I, I I went through the dynasties list in my head. That's why I went Cowboys and reversed, and I was working my way backwards. A little tricky because Bradshaw didn't win the f- the first one was Harris, and then Lynn Swan. So he won the last. two. But then he won the but last I figured two. Since they had and you think four of that wins defense and that core and was pretty solid. It's a good guess. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, I'm surprised you missed Montana. Oh, you know I hadn't gotten there yet. Okay. I hadn't gotten there yet. I I was working backwards and I just skipped over the Niners in my head. Because Montana has there. three. That would have been there. Rice got one. Yeah, that would have been there. And I, then, would, I would have come up with that. And then hold on to your lunch. Because look at this list. You've got Montana, Brady, Bart Starr, and Bradshaw. Number five. Like four of the greatest players ever. And number five is probably a like a, a bum. Goober. Eli Manning. <laughs> Eli oh Manning. Oh, my God. It's on that list. Oh my god, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Elway's not on that list. He's going to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Eli, Eli Manning. Is, oh my I, he, god, he can't go to the Hall of he's Fame. He's going to the Hall. If of he fame. goes to the Hall of Fame, I'm pro. I don't protest Dude, anything. He is going. I've never protested yeah. in my life. Hear me loud. I will clear. protest. He is going to the Hall of Fame. I will protest. He is going to the Hall of Fame. There's... If he wants to go to the Hall of Fame, he should retire immediately. Nah, he's because just, if keep, he keep the numbers going, bro, keep the numbers going. He's got to keep and and he's got a good team. He's got a good team now. They've got offensive weapons galore. They got a good offensive. Line. Don't sleep on the Giants. Oh no, I, I don't. I, 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 I really, I'm really. It's very hard in. to win the NFC East two years in a row. We talked about this before. It's been over 15 years, I think, yep. since somebody's won it back to back. And so. I think the Cowboys are in trouble again. Okay, they lost their center now, Travis Frederick, who's one of the best center- oh, yeah, centers they lost in the him? league. He's got some rare genetic disease. Oh god, that's uh, terrible. And, and supposedly they're like giving him all these treatments, but it's immune deficiency disease, so he doesn't know when he's coming back, and it's not. Uh, it's not like he's got a cold. He's got a serious oh, thing. Geez. So it affects the nervous system. It's just, you know, ridiculous. So, all right, let's move on to geography, history. Um, got a lot of stuff here for geography, history. That's good. But this is this is interesting. There was a release, and I put this as a number 10, uh, the opposite way coming up, uh, of the most desirable cities 
to live in in the world. There was a, a CNN article very recently, the 10 most desirable cities in the world to live in, and the opposite of that, the 10 least desirable cities in the world. Okay, I have in. a guess. Okay, this is, <laughs> according to CNN Travel, what Middle Eastern capital is the least livable city in the world? Damascus. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny because somebody at some point wrote something a long, long time ago. Because you know Damascus. is the oldest continuous city the in the oldest, world. And there was something about we have to keep Damascus. Like, because it's this oldest. Old. So there's something about, like, and I forget who it was, but it was some genius philosopher or something that was like, whatever we do. Make sure Damascus. we got to keep Damascus. It is the core of, like, the world's, you know, relation. Like, if we lose Damascus, it's it's all. And, and now Damascus. Like six years of civil war, and it's, like, the least uh, the least desirable place in the world to live. Least livable city in the world. It's worse than Aleppo. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about number one because I don't want to give away that. You'll just have to do the research yourself if if you're lucky enough to get it. All right, what do you got in uh, – yeah, it's worse than Aleppo. <laughs> <laughs> Charleston is the capital of what state? Charleston? Yeah. It's not South Carolina. Ah, you're hes- you got me. Columbia is the capital of South yes, Carolina. That's why I love – people like, oh, Charleston, South Carolina. No. <clears throat> Um, you got me, it's, but it's crazy that I don't uh, immediately know which one is Charleston. Oh, West Virginia. You got it. There you go. Nicely done. Thank you. I'm hoping to get people with that quick. Oh, no question. But I, the reason I know Columbia is the capital of South Carolina is because University, University of South, South Carolina, Carolina is in Columbia. I've been there. I've seen the Capitol building. So yeah, whenever no. I've seen a Capitol myself and I've been in that, you have a better town, chance of remembering yes. it. <laughs> You know, there's plenty on the list not to go to, but uh, buying my first Cox hat. Uh, yeah, at, at yeah, it's always 15. a good moment. Yeah, yeah. The Cox hat at that, age 18. That is a good one. All right, I got a couple of really interesting ones. This one's interesting. Uh, you complain that I've given you these, you know, what within a hundred, within ten years. Yeah, you're years, very stingy. I'm on those. Stingy. So now I'm going to go crazy here. Within a okay. hundred years, either uh, way. Right. What decade tough. saw Patrick Manson discover that mosquitoes carried disease? So when did humans first figure out? Oh. Maybe all of this stuff is coming from those bugs that keep biting us. All right. I'll say 1800. You got it. 1870s. All right, uh, cool. Within 100 years. I appreciate that. That was a nice window. Right. I was able to get a 200-year window and go right in the middle. And I could have gone 50 either way, but 1870s. Uh, it didn't take me as long. I yeah. was able to just kind of, all right, I doubt they did it in the 1600s. And well, I'm figuring hopefully some, they did it before the 1900s. I'm figuring some people might go. Because I'm given that hundred year window, yeah, they go early, early like yeah, because you, you see and, you see that kind of number, yeah. yeah. But it wasn't until the 1870s they realized, oh, the plague came from mosquitoes. Yeah, oh. they blamed the rats. Yeah, but it's, I mean, that was part of it. Uh, the insanitary. Well, were the mosquitoes on the rats? Right. So whatever it was that that started it, mosquitoes were the. I thought at some carrier. point we cleared the rats uh, from that, though. I remember seeing something that said it wasn't the rats. I do know that Disney has over a hundred uh, cats that live in the park that get released at night to go Oh, eat the rats? Eat the rats. Wow, that's so how many cats? Over a hundred. And well, they release what a job them every, that is. they release them every night and let them roam the park wow, that's all night. Awesome. Yeah. It's fascinating, right? Yeah, that's great. That's why Wait, you never they, see a rat. How do you, how do you never see the documentary of uh, <laughs> I saw know, that rat's documentary, but they didn't let Morgan Spurlock in Disney. Right. Well, there you go. You, you never saw that documentary. No, I, right? nor would it's I. It's awesome. 
Yeah, but I'm not going to... That's just not my thing. Yeah, I, just, I, love <laughs> I love that documentary. I love how he shot it like a horror movie, but it was a documentary. It that's, was just awesome. That's great. It's really well done. The stuff they're doing in India with the rats, I mean, you just can't even imagine. I mean, it's people's jobs. They pay... Sure. You know, they just these guys go out at night. They hunt rats all night, and then they get paid this, like uh, you know a certain amount this per arc, rat. This letter the other day somebody posted from the 1870s of like a uh, mayor in a town in India writing to the president about uh, his uh, entire city being attacked by monkeys. Oh yeah, and, like they couldn't keep city hall safe. The, there was hundreds of monkeys descending upon city hall, breaking the. Glass. And when was this? It was like the eight, late 1800s. Oh, it's like, it, awesome. was like, it was like a, a plea <laughs> for help. We've been taken over. It was like Planet of the Apes, literally. Like We've been taken over by monkeys. They've broken all the glass. I keep putting up bars. They're getting through those. Uh, yeah. was... Well, that is the one scary thing. There's no doubt in my mind whatsoever that we are eventually going to – the rats will win. They're just <laughs> way more sophisticated it's... and better at this than us when it comes to like – Survival. Yeah, and just multiplying. Well, what will happen is a I major mean, esti- in, uh, extinction event will. Yeah, but the rats will humans, survive. Right, right. That's yeah. that's right. We're we'll building this all the population for the rats to eventually take over. <sighs> all right, what do you got for me? <laughs> Who was the first Jewish American on a presidential ticket? Joe Lieberman. Yes. Yep, I knew that. Yeah. So that was that's interesting. We've we've gone through the whole. I guess at some point we'll get the first like gay American, the first transgender American. Well, did you see we got the first transgender, transgender mayor? Uh, no, no, governor, governor candidate, gubernatorial candidate. So okay, won the primary, right? So the we'll Democratic now be primary. on the ticket, right? So is it Illinois? No, it's Vermont, of oh, course. Vermont. Oh yeah, Vermont. There you go. <laughs> I can't wait. There you go. I'm I'm all behind her. Sure. And uh, I I heard Stern. There, it's like I heard her speech. Gotta, you gotta well, work on that voice. It's the guy's voice. Yeah, you gotta work the voice a little but bit. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I, I, well, I Caitlin don't... just uses the same voice, right? Sure. That, that's what John Lovitz's whole routine was. Well, I guess was. do you like... have to change the voice then? I guess, I guess you I guess don't. Not. I mean, I don't yeah. know. Well, what do I know? That, that's but... what I'm saying. Like, I don't think there's It, it sounds strange, though, when you have a masculine voice. Sure. Uh, it's, but, it, you know, I it would be hard for anybody who's not in that position to understand anything about being in that position. Right, but I mean can't they can they work on the voice or is there something they could do? But I don't think do? but why? Why do they have to work on the voice? Well, like, if you, if you're going to lob they, off right, but maybe they just body don't, parts, maybe they do don't you want, not to. want to work on the voice? I don't know. That's uh, you got to ask it, every one of them individually what their preference is. I'm I'm sure some of them have feminine voices and you'd never know and I'm sure some of them have Extremely, you know, Fred always does that on. on oh, China is that? Fred does China? Yeah, like hi, how are, how are you doing? Oh no, it's not China. Who was the? It's not China. No, it was uh, the, the bodybuilder body on. Yeah, she died. Nicole Bass. Nicole Bass. There you go. Oh, 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 oh. Um, all right, here's. Uh, I got two left, but um, I got one. I know you will know, okay. and I got one that I don't know if you'll know. Which one do you want? Give me the one I know first. Okay. Who led the Scottish army against the English at the Battle of Stirling Bridge in September of 1297? William Wallace? Boom. Absolutely. Freedom. Freedom. The mandatory William Wallace reference every year. We have to get one in. That's the greatest movie. One of the, you know, one of the greatest I don't know if movies. you saw it. Did you already do my quiz from last week? Have you run through that yet? I mean, from last week, probably. Did I've you see it. the story of Nikola Jursic, the Croatian nobleman? So I got this from researching William Wallace, right? right. You know, I was no, like, I what's the know, greatest military upset of all time? Right. So Nicholas Jersic, here's how the question is asked, and it's on this week's quiz. Nicholas Jersic, a Croatian nobleman with an army of 800 men, 
defeated, and this is in the year 1532, defeated Suleiman I and his 140,000-person army from what empire? So you want to know Suleiman's empire? Suleiman's empire. The Persians. Nope. The mm. Ottomans. The Ottoman Empire. Uh, oh, wow. The fifth, in 1532, this guy held a fort on the way from the Ottomans running through Europe. Uh-huh. They, they were heading to Vienna, to Austria. There's 140,000 of them. 140,000 of them. This guy with 800 men, ready, defeated that army. Now, how? After days of battle and them holding out, Jerchus came out with a flaming sword. And it scared the crap out of the entire army, and they fled. <laughs> That's funny. Now, where do you get the flaming sword in modern pop culture, Nick? What TV series? Thrones? Game of Thrones. So, Stannis Baratheon, Azora High, that legend of the man with the flaming sword came from, from that, that story. So, everything in Game of Thrones yeah, a lot has of a stuff, historical... Huh? reference and it's this story i read it and he's still a hero to croatians they they have statues of him everywhere and like there's been multiple times in history where a western leader has stopped a mass invasion from an outside army that could have literally wiped out uh europe uh you know it was done in 700 uh by charlemagne who stopped Mm -hmm. the uh you know the muslims from invading and it was also done through uh suleiman the first's defeat so there you go. Little history lessons for you, but n- none as great as William Wallace and freedom. All right, I got one more for you here in history. Okay. Uh, who was the last U.S. president to add a state to the Union? Ooh, okay. So when did Hawaii come in? Uh, yeah, there you go. Your, what your, year was Hawaii? 32. I'm going to go with Hoover. No. Earlier? Later. Later. Eisenhower? Yeah. 59. Wow, okay. I was thinking 39. So I was thinking right before uh, right before FDR. Yep. Well, he would have been in that period anyway. So, okay. yeah. yeah Eisenhower. Who was yeah. before FDR? Well, I got the right state. That's that's good, <laughs> enough for, good enough for me. Made it a little tougher than the normal what was the last state. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to entertainment because I'm so loaded in entertainment. I have like 10 questions for you. I don't even know where to go with what, what to start with. But um, this is something very recent. Uh, who, what recently became the best-selling album of all time, passing Michael Jackson's Thriller? Now, I'll preface this by saying these new rankings include streams and YouTube views and a collective of uh, measurements, not just actual album sales, because nobody buys albums anymore. So this just passed Michael Jackson's Thriller as the number one selling album. Do of they all have time. to buy? They have to buy the whole album, though. I guess I don't, but I'll say. I mean, this. how could you, you YouTube stream a whole album? It is not a new artist or album. It's something that was already way up there. I thought the only thing really close was um, the Eagles' greatest hits. Boom! Got it. You got it. All right. It is now past Thriller through these new tabulations. So the Eagles' greatest hits. Is I don't the know if there's anything the in the music business that wants. That makes me want to jump off a bridge more than the fact that the greatest selling album is the Eagles' greatest hits. It's what garbage! It's, 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 it's is almost that? unfathomable. To me <laughs> I mean, on think so about many how levels. bad music taste is, is in general. Somebody that put is, out like, "What? What's the Eagles' greatest song?" And I wrote, "Fly Eagles, fly." Obviously, I mean, what is the Eagles' greatest song? It's like 
I mean, I guess this Desperado, their greatest song. Hey, you know, Hotel California is their most known song oh, for man. sure. If I, I don't. I hear it. Hotel California. I can't, I can't wait to get it. to the. I can't wait to turn it off. Right. Uh, what's your favorite? Do you have a favorite Eagles song? I guess Desperado only by default, but it's not like a rocking song or anything. Yeah, not at all. Like if I had to go, oh, oh, I do have it. I have, a, I have a favorite. Um, already gone. That that's that's mine. Yeah, that's, that's mine. That's, already that's gone favorite. is is. Uh, that's a good song. Uh, yeah, and then there's also. Can we bring uh, up the greatest hits and see sure. what's on, let, let's see what this group of songs here is now the 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 other one that I, the other one I really like is the one that was co-written by is Jackson. Hotel California even on the greatest hits yeah uh, was on uh, was co-written by Jackson Brown you know what song I'm speaking of uh, so what Eagles is that standing hit? on the corner wind blowing got it Such a fine side side. he wrote that yep. It's a girl, girl, my lord, in a flatbed forward. Around, take a look at me. Oh, my God. How is that the greatest album? <laughs> the best-selling album. Sgt. Pepper? Right. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Crickets. Crickets the on your Sgt. Pepper. Nothing? But do you remember the name of that song? That's Take It Easy. Take It Easy. Yeah, that's that's my favorite. Uh, actually, well, I Well, they got Take It Easy. You. Don't they have Take It to the Limit one more? They wrote yes. the same song nine times, put on a greatest hits album, everybody bought it. One of these nights is another one. Oh, Lion Eyes, peaceful, oh. easy feeling. Oh, the worst. Yeah, Lion Eyes is the worst. That, that's the worst song. So here's what's interesting. My three favorite, my three favorite songs beyond these are not favorite songs, but in saying in the context of the Eagles as a band, they actually have three songs I love that were done by members of the Eagles solo. Okay, that, that I like more than right. any Eagles song. Can yes. you name those? All right, so. One of them I know you'll get. One of them right, I know right. you'll get. Right, right. One is Boys of Summer. Yes. Right. And, okay. I, and a second one you very well might get because it's, in my opinion, the best song written by any Eagle member ever. It's so much better than any right, other so song. I have a favorite song written by – it's not even close. I'm in the same boat you are. This, is, this, by, this to me is a real rock and roll song. Yes. This isn't some crap I'll, that the I'll, Eagles I'll, put out. I'll turn it up every time it's on. Yeah. I'll listen to it straight through. I love it. Turn Your Pretty Head. No. And not. Walk Away. No? Oh, Walk Away is, yeah, James Gang. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, oh, you're saying that doesn't count because he was in the James Gang? Before the Eagles. Right, okay. No, that's not even that. That would count. And, okay. And, and I like Walk, walk Away. I like Walk Away more than any Joe. Eagles song also. Oh, no, before. but the one I'm thinking of, same artist, different band. Different band or on his own? On his own. And you'll By prob- Maserati? You got it. Life's been good. Life's been good. Yeah, that's a great song, man. Yeah. That is a great song. And so. that, that full version of that song. Oh, is... that's, it, it's, it's, in my opinion, one of the great songs ever written about what it's like to be a rock and roller. You know, yeah, like, what does sure. the rock and roll life symbolize? That is the song. An unapologetic like, version yes, of it. Yes, very yeah. much. Like, this, this is the life I live. If yeah. you want a little <laughs> slice of it. You know, I've got a mansion Forget the price. I've never been there. They tell me it's nice. <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, that's just, it's so great on so many different levels. But the third one for me, besides Boys of Summer and Life's Been Good, is uh, The Heat Is On from uh, the Beverly Hills Con- uh, Cop soundtrack. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heat Is On. Uh, that was like a great 80s think, tune for me. Glenn Fry have another song that I like besides that? Yeah. He- I feel like he had one other one that I, that I was a fan of that was not with the Eagles. You know, we, we just... The Eagles are far superior separately than they are. That's what I'm They're saying. Is so far as a as band, a, yeah. You belong to the city. Smugglers Blues. That's a good one. Okay. The one you love. 
I've never heard of that. No. But the most by far for Glenn the Fry is, is the Heat is on. Yeah, from Beverly Hills Cop. Yep, no question. He's that's he's only. I got... might have a deep deep track of his that I like that I'm just not not coming up with, but definitely they are far superior separately. Yeah, it's like going back and listening to the Beatles and saying that all their post stuff was better than when they were right, actually which is together. ludicrous. <laughs> right. But so you know, but I feel that way about the Eagles. So uh, that's that's an interesting. Yeah, I don't thing like the Beatles as much, but I do like what Ringo did after the band split up. Speaking of, oh my gosh, so I was just blown away by this. I'm uh, sitting poolside, and I'm listening to some song, and I do this uh, maybe a couple times a month, you know, maybe maybe once a week or something, where I hear a, a song that I don't know, I like it, so I hit the Shazam button, Paul McCartney. Wow. Really? <laughs> I'm like, what? A new Paul McCartney song? Is he 75 years old? Good for him. I mean, Mick Jagger's 75, so I'm assuming he's in that range. He put out a new relevant song. It's good. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm very happy for him. Um, All right, so you want to throw one at me? I've got plenty more to get to. Speaking of, like, new and relevant, uh, what age is it, like, where you can't just apologize for somebody anymore? I mean, when you're 60 years old, should you just know better? It's weird. There actually becomes a point where when you get to a certain age, you get all the excuses again because you're senile oh and old. My God. I don't I know when s- that happens. I remember but- sitting on a front porch once with my grandmother. She was probably like 80 years old or in her 80s. And this guy walked by with like tattoos all over him. The, it, the guy was just a walking muscle. And he had more <laughs> metal in his face and tattoos. And we're sitting on this porch. And as he's walking by, she's talking about what a maniac this guy looks like. <laughs> She's like, well, when you get to be my age, you can say whatever you want. And I'm like, yeah, but no, Grandma, that doesn't stop him no, from killing me no, right, right in front of you. No, yeah. you don't get to do that. You, know, you There's never an age where you get to say whatever you want. That doesn't exist. But uh, I don't know. All Let's right, well, here's the trivia question. What 60-year-old made a total ass of herself by making her tribute to Aretha Franklin at the VMAs all about herself? <sighs> Man, I have no idea. I didn't see it. What 60-year-old... Made a total Cher? ass of herself. She's like 80. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering if the 60 will throw people off because they don't realize she's 60 yet. But, man, if you haven't heard this, race. To go- it is the funniest thing I have ever heard. I don't know. It's Trump Boy Scout speech worthy. That's oh, how good this yeah, is. It's, it's... It is. So she's giving a tribute to right. Aretha Franklin, sure. the queen of soul. Maybe the greatest rock and roll female in the history of right? the greatest voice ever. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue. Right, she got up there for five minutes and barely mentioned her with the big picture of her behind her, and all she did was talk about her rise to fame. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying to know this. <laughs> oh, it's the greatest. All right, dude, who you got? I don't Madonna. Know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me Madonna's conceited? And uh, yes, uh, and completely unaware of her situation or what's going on. Or what. she gets up there, she's like, "When I got my first bus ticket out of Detroit, I had thirty-five dollars. I went to New York. I got an audition, and I figured it couldn't be any worse than living in my three-story walk-up. Like <laughs> Are- on and on Are- and on. Aretha, behind you. Look, Madonna, big picture. Behind you. Big picture of Aretha Franklin behind her. Did you, did you see on that note, I wasn't going to ask this as a trivia question because it's a little controversial, uh, what television personality slash uh, political leader 
misspelled respect when paying tribute to Aretha Franklin on a national news program. Oh, gosh, I hope it was. Um... Let, let me ask you this. If there is a racially sensitive situation, who's the first person that is on the scene or the second person on the scene? I, I, you know, I, I'm just I hope it's Rachel Maddow. That's no, who I no, was hoping no, no, for. No, no. Not at all. Not at all. She she's a very smart woman. She would not misspell okay. respect. No, that's why I was hoping it was her. No, this you could understand why this guy would misspell it, but it's it's even funnier because it's who it is. Okay. So like like I said, let's say a bad racial situation happens. Somebody says something. Who's the first person that gets called in to shout at them? And well, Sharpton. There you go. Al Sharpton on a national news. Oh, program. I thought you said pundit or something. Yeah, I, it's polit- I don't know what to call him. You know what I mean? If I said reverend, that would be that. But right. What, what would you call him? Civil rights what activist. Did, um, what did Imus call him on his last well, show? He didn't go, yeah. <laughs> That's but, what I would call so him. So he gives this whole, like, stirring speech about Aretha, showing video behind it, and then he goes, R-E-S-P-I-C-T, indeed. Rest in peace. And everybody's like, <laughs> did you just did you just misspell respect? R-E-S-P-I-C-T, baby. Madonna didn't. Didn't misspell it when she finally mentioned Aretha well, at the end. Nice she did spell it correctly, but spelled it nice and slowly like R E S M A D O N N A. Respect me, me. Yeah, she's very uh, self centered. That, that'd be my guess. Um, oh my gosh. No, so this is great, and I can't wait to play this for you. You remember we've talked about the band Greta Van Fleet before? Yeah. Who's really making waves now and starting oh, are they? their own thing. Yeah, they are. They're All getting right, a lot of national attention. They've got a tour schedule. I can't oh, wait to see them. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, and they sound exactly like... Led Zeppelin. That's right. So this uh, Adler's Appetite is a cover band led by Stephen Adler, formerly of what band? Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Right. So Stephen Adler was kicked out of Guns N' Roses. They don't want him back, okay? Yeah, I think so, he deserved it, if I remember correctly. No question. I mean, <laughs> there what, is... what do you have to behave like to get kicked out of that band? Like Steven Adler. I mean, wasn't he on like Celebrity Rehab a million times and all that? I don't, I don't watch, but I, I know that all he right, was so, terrible. So listen to this. So this guy says, all right, I'm going to build a Guns N' Roses cover band, and I'm going to go tour and play Guns N' Roses songs. He goes and finds the cover singer of a Guns N' Roses tribute band in Argentina. Okay. And he said, the world is not going to be ready. This guy sounds exactly like Axl Rose at his prime in the 80s. Okay. And so, I was, so I was fascinated, and I'm like, how So this good is the it... opposite of the Queen cover band that we've got right now. Oh. With, with Adam Lambert. With, oh, who doesn't sound anything like <laughs> Freddie Mercury, which drives me crazy, because I think I've played for you. Have I ever played the Queen uh Yeah, the guy band that sounded exactly Yeah, right. we were talking about this before. Did we do that on the podcast we did once? It, right, yeah. so I don't need to play that again. But no. that guy sounds exactly, guy sounds like, exactly Fred... like Freddie this Mercury. This guy has reincarnated. Adam Lambert sounds like. And the best part is you hear him speak. He has his heavy Spanish accent. Right, so like he speaks English, but with a heavy Spanish accent. But when he sings, but he can sing just. Oh like... my, dude, just listen to this. Cue it up. Is this with Steven Adler? Yes. And the it's band at the Roxy is called in Argentina. Con ustedes, Mr. Steven Adler. <laughs> this band was called um, Son of a Gun. Well, Be- before Steven Adler joined them. You wow. know, you know, you're in Argentina good, when that's going for, on, right? Good for Steven Adler. He's got an entire. Uh... Well, apparently, rock and roll in South America not only never died, it is still very much the most popular. Oh yeah, okay. Form. Yep. So they got this guy, and I'm like sitting here fascinated. I'm like, what could they? 
what could they be doing with this guy? And I was like, oh my god. I want to see them so bad now. Dead on. Well, now Slash doesn't have to deal with uh, Axel anymore. Axel could go sing for ACDC. And then they get this guy. This guy <laughs> looks the part too. Like. I hope they come to Atlantic City because I coming. literally I wouldn't travel more than fifteen minutes to go see a cover yeah, band, but, but I travel fifteen minutes. But I think it's a little more authentic when you have sure. The real drummer from the band, at least. Yeah. I mean, to me, that band was Slash. Very, oh, it Slash was and the combination. And, yeah, it, was the combination. it really was. It wasn't Steven Adler. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> it was Slash or Axel Rose. I just my favorite parts of Guns N' Roses songs are not the vocals. It's no, the, the guitar. It's, but great vocals. I mean, isn't that, like, dead on in terms of... And that's not an easy band to cover. That is not an easy vocal range to hit. No. So, I mean, you... I've Nobody heard plenty, can do it. No, I've heard plenty of people try. Slash has been trying to get a band going for 20 years forever. without Axel. Yeah, and it was, it was never a success. Although, what, what did they get, it? the guy from Stone Temple Pilots? Yeah, yeah Velvet it? Revolver yeah. was the name of the band. He said it that was the worst experience yeah, he's it ever wasn't, had. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, nothing was good. He was worse than... That dude was worse than Axel. Sure. Yeah, you went from he's one. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so good for Axel though. He lost all that weight because he's been oh, on tour he? for like three years. So he slimmed down. He looks like. Oh, I have, yeah. He looks like old Axel. I the just first... I picture him sitting on a stool. Well, the first the first show back, he <laughs> yeah. was like, "Holy moly, Axel Rose ate Axel Rose." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was a little frightening, but uh, all right. So there you go. A little little reminiscing of the past. Here's another one for. Did, uh, it's your question, go ahead. right? Oh, I don't. No, oh yeah, was that yeah. mine? All right. Yep. Let's see. Uh, oh, no, you asked me the Madonna question. I asked you the Adler question. Yeah, so there you go. Okay. So Adler's Appetite. Go go see the tour schedule what, for Adler's uh, Appetite. What first-round pick of many uh, fantasy uh, leagues this year, first-round pick of many okay. fantasy leagues this year, is dating Iggy Azalea? Oh, did not know that. Bump, 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 bump. Well, I have narrow no. it down, right? Because I, mean, I mean, what is there? Only ten, you know. Yeah, it's only ten. I mean, I would old. say he's top. He's definitely going top twelve ish. Right, so that age. throws me out. So I could get rid of the early risers. So all the the top five guys, I'll get out. But is it a running back or a wide receiver? Wide receiver. Number th- I would say number three wide receiver going off the board. Definitely, Shit. definitely in that range. 
Where does she live? Number three wide receiver. No, because that guy's married. Um. Hmm. <laughs> this is this is a great question. I wish I just <laughs> I wish I just knew it, but I, I have to rely on like my fantasy side of things to think about. I mean, you should be able I'm to narrow go, it I'm down. Go with though. Odell Beckham. It's a good guess. I figure New York makes major sense. Market. He's a top right guy. age. Right. Seems goofy enough to want that for some reason. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You know what's weird? What's really weird about that? I knew she lived in Texas. Yeah, and you said, where is she, she from? from? And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, he's going to get but, this. But when I thought Texas, I immediately was like, ah, oh, there's – oh, I thought it was Cowboys because I was thinking about Dez. I'm like, Dez isn't even on a team. She's not dating Dez. I didn't even – Okay. I didn't even register. So I started to go to L.A., and I'm like, nah, there's nobody in L.A. Uh, so that, so brought that makes him up. officially undraftable for me. I'm out. I'm if out. you're dating Iggy e Azalea, Azalea, I'm out. Regression. Bam, bam, I'm thinking regression. Bam, 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 bam. I do like that. One little beat that she does. Did you see Nick Jonas is engaged to yes. a former Miss World? Yes, uh, Preta uh, something or Chopra. How do you say that? Preta Chopra or something Pre- like that. What? I don't, <laughs> I'm know. Just, I'm just, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't right? either. It's in front of me. Priyanka. But Priyanka Chopra, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I saw he was all like Indian up and he had the thing on his head and did the whole ceremony. You see the age difference games. there? No. She older? Yeah. Oh, wow. Too big of an age difference for me. I'm not thinking this is going to last, but but we'll see. Ten? Eleven. Close. She's 36. He's 25. Yeah, man, that's a tough get. Yeah, I think that's so. That's a tough get. That That's good now. That ain't so good in ten years. No, it's great. Like, like, like I'm 40. I'm married to somebody who's 37. That right. That's great. When you're 25. Uh, <laughs> it's funny. There's a clock that's ticking. The reason I know that is because his brother is engaged to Game of Thrones star, uh, oh, Sophia Turner. Sophia Turner, right? So she welcomed in her to the family and said, "I can't think of a better step, a uh, better sister-in-law in the world to have." Yeah, but those two are age appropriate. Oh, How sure, Sophie Sophie, Tur- uh, Sophie Turner and twenty three, uh, twenty four. Joe Jonas is that the one she's with? I don't know which Jonas she's. You know, they're all from New Jersey, right? The Jonas Brothers. Right. Yeah, I do know that. Uh, all right, so Nick Jonas is the one with Priyanka. So she's twenty five. One Jonas is married already. Right. I think Kevin is the one that. Yeah, so you, I think you're right. Probably think Joe, Joe Jonas, Jonas is the one who got the worst name for sure. We're getting close to a picture round. The Jonas. Because the jo- there's the bonus Jonas. The you bonus Jonas. There's a bonus Jonas. <laughs> Did you know there's a bonus Jonas? No, but I do know that uh, that uh, Joe Jonas is only five foot seven. So Sophie Turner is taller than that. Okay. He was born in '89, so he's older. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So he'll be uh, 30. Yeah, yeah. wow. Geez. He's almost a man. He's almost 30. 30. <laughs> yeah, who's the bonus Jonas? Frankie Jonas? Yeah, Frankie Jonas. <laughs> bonus Jonas. It's, it's funny because for some reason on the Jonas picture when I was looking it up, Ben Affleck is on there for some strange reason in like uh, trending. And oh, he's just, trending because he's going to rehab. Sorry, Ben. Your buddy. Sorry. Sorry things aren't working out for you in life there, Ben. Guess who had to drive him, too? Yeah, I saw his ex-wife. The estranged ex-wife. Yeah, that's no good. She yeah. had an intervention. There's nothing worse than like uh, when you need the disapproving look of Jennifer Garner. He's oh, like, why do you think I drink? <laughs> I drink because of the memory most of being of, yeah, married most at Most of you. what we do as men is she to not looks, have to deal she looks with like the disapproving s- look such a of Jennifer person. Garner. Oh, my God. God. I, it's funny because she was in like uh, draft day. 
And the whole like premise was she was like a like uh, contract expert, and she was secretly dating Kevin Costner, and nobody knew it, and that was like the big thing. And I just thought to myself the entire time, if you're Kevin Costner, you're trying to get fired. You're trying to get out of this situation so that they kick you out of Cleveland so you don't have to be <laughs> with her anymore. <laughs> and it's like in the beginning of the of draft day, he finds out he impregnated her. So that's that's what he's uh, that that's what he's. You Do you know, know what movie they met on? I uh, what movie? Who met on Ben and Jen Benifer? Well, no, the, not the original Benifer. You know, I blanked out almost everything that they did. I hope it's like Reindeer Games or something stupid. That's like actually that. a great movie, but small roles. There's no such thing as a great movie. Uh, was it that? Nah, this is a good movie. Was it where he was like a smoker and she caught him or something? And it was like. Uh, I, I saw some movie that I got suckered into seeing. Uh, uh, they were in from, a good movie together, Samantha. but they weren't the stars. They were yeah, they had they bit were parts. secondary. Yeah, they were they were. Bit but parts. it was like uh, she's just not that into you. Is that it? No, Juno. Oh, I don't even. Rem- I remember her in Juno because she was the she had a major role, right? Yeah, they were the ones that adopted the no, kid. No. Uh, oh, am I wrong? Yeah, you're totally wrong because right. uh, Michael uh, or. or uh, not just, uh, Bateman, uh, Jason Bateman, Jason Bateman oh, is, is uh, oh, and Jennifer Garner oh, okay. are the couple in Juno. All right, so I don't know. So I'm dead movie. wrong. Yeah, I don't know what movie they met on, but uh, oof, I, just, I couldn't think of two people I like less. So there's a whole other generation of them. They're kids, and I'm just not gonna like. Let's see. What are we'll find out where they met. Hmm. Oh, well, it looks like paparazzi already has pictures of that uh, car ride, so that's nice. Yeah, is, I mean, like it's nothing your... sacred, though. I mean, I know no. you're not a fan of this guy, but, I mean, come on. Give, give a guy a chance. Right, he to... literally looks like he, he's been dragged out Wait, of a bender. I, how did I do that to Jason Bateman, get him confused with Ben Affleck? What, what, what movie am I thinking of that they were in together? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to find the same information out. But, uh, Benifer. That's funny. I'm a big Jason Bateman fan. I love Jason Bateman. He's one of my favorites of all time. And I'm, I'm starting to get into the Arrested Development now. I oh, guess and of course Pearl Harbor together. You know what broke yeah, up the marriage? <laughs> he went with the nanny. Oh, and, right, right. Yeah, Class how, act. Yeah, dude, how stupid do you have to be in Hollywood to have an attractive nanny around? Yeah, if you're and Jennifer if, if Garner, you're Jennifer though. Jennifer Garner, yeah, you're exactly. finding yeah. 65-year-old Rosa. And even then, you're not safe because Arnold Schwarzenegger went for that one. Look at yeah, he was like, whatever. I'm good with that. Okay, they were in Pearl Harbor together back in 2001. Yeah. It's a travesty that he was part of that movie because I haven't seen it because I have a ban on movies that he's in. So I, I feel like I'm, I, I might have to lift it and go see some of the stuff that people say he was good in. But I hate him so much. I just well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I never understood your irrational dislike for him. It came after Reindeer Games. I was in the theater and I saw Reindeer Games, and I literally walked out and said, "I hate him." I, I, this is the worst movie I, I've ever I, seen. I just thought his career took such a hit when he was dating J-Lo, but I feel like you know, he kind of <laughs> did it to himself and, and came out of it. I don't know. Speaking, I, of, I was not speaking as, of careers not, not taking a hit, uh, Tom Cruise will be starring in what sequel set to start production in 2019? By all accounts, by the way, the new Mission Impossible. Yeah, people love it. Love it. And so, it was number one at the box uh, office. I'm, I'm ready to go see it. So I was going to boycott it because Alec Baldwin's in it, but nah, I kind of like him in the Mission Impossible series. I don't like him necessarily yeah. based on his, you know, I just like how, how he's just now a bit guy. But 
Uh, what sequel is Tom? Got, like, oh, Tom Cruise kids. is going to be in Top Gun. You got it. Yeah. Top Gun. I can't two. wait to see Iceman. Are you freaking kidding Iceman. Oh, Val Kilmer yeah. back? Yeah, I was going to say, I dying. hope you're not going to say Goose, because if they bring him back, there's an issue. No, no, no. Yeah, Iceman. I'm sure I watched him blow up in the first one. So, yeah, Iceman. The return of Val Kilmer. Oh, I, I'm i all for it. And Tom Skerritt, you know he's coming back. Will there be a volleyball scene? I sure. I mean... It's got to be, right? It's funny because the difference in how movies are made now between the 80s and just all those different uh, things like the montages. And the, Will the, Meg Ryan be in it? I hope so. Right? Because no, she, she, she wasn't. Yeah, she was Goose's wife. Nah, man. You got the wrong you got the wrong actress. In Top Gun? Yeah. Not Meg Ryan. It's, uh, what's her name? Uh, 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 Kelly. Uh, no, no. Goose's wife. Oh, Goose's wife. It was Meg Ryan? I think so. Kelly McGillis was the the main. Yeah, in the, in the worst sex scene of all time, starred Tom Cruise and Kelly McGinnis. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins was Merlin. Yes, he can he can definitely make an appearance. James Tolkien, my oh, favorite. Choose my, somebody out. He has been waiting for another role forever. And you'll be. Shiv- Michael Ironside, remember him? He's like one of those great bit actors who's been in a million things. You'll be flying cargo planes full of rubber dog shit. Yeah, <laughs> Meg Ryan is definitely in it. Yep, she yeah. was Carol. So there you go. Yeah, so didn't she was the she, widow? She That's had a right. son with Goose, right? So that kid's got to be in the movie, right? Oh, it's I. He's got to be. I don't know what they're thinking of, planes. but I cannot wait to see it. You know, my nickname growing up was Goose. Yeah. So I, I certainly was very partial to that movie, and uh, I am. They got to maybe they'll do a flashback with Goose or something. I don't know how they're gonna get him in or not. I hope so. All right. Uh, end us on a high note, Nick. Give us uh, a last. Uh, All last, right. This was great. Last so, question here. Uh, before. Aretha passed. Okay. She was adamant about who was going to play her in the biopic about her. So, Jennifer what? Hudson? Yeah, you got it. It's the only person I could Perfect. think of Is that, that would have <laughs> Perfect. A, yeah. a shot at pulling that off. Great actress. Great, great voice. Great singer. Perfect. Academy Award winner. Nail it. Seems like a wonderful can't wait to human see. being. Yeah, can't uh, wait to see I, it. I'm all for that. Both so. for the Midwest. You nailed it. Jennifer All right, so... Wow, man, we've been uh, we've been doing good. We've been giving them their money. Making worth. it up for soccer season. Making it up for soccer season. Man. All right, so that's it for Quizzo Trivia Podcast, folks. For Nick, my name is Drew. We will see you. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.